The world is more complex than ever. Who can make sense of it? Join Reverend Michael Angley Oguche on NUMA Podcast each week as he shows you how God's Word connects directly to your life in this age and helps you navigate trials and tribulations. If you want to deepen your relationship with God and learn what He has in store for you, listen and subscribe to NUMA Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. Just search for NUMA Podcast. Hello and welcome to NUMA Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche, bringing your way today the inspired Word of God, and I hope you will be blessed. Dear brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ, I am so thrilled you are able to join NUMA Podcast today. The key text for today is taken from the book of Hebrews chapter 12, verse number 1 to 4. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses, to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up, and let us run with endurance the race God has set before us. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith, Because of the joy awaiting him, he endured the cross, disregarding its shame. Now he is seated in the place of honor beside God's throne. Think of all the hostility he endured from sinful people. Then you won't become weary and give up. After all, you have not yet given your lives in your struggle against sin. Join me as I bring this podcast before the Lord. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, thank you once again for another opportunity to be able to bring your word to the world. Lord, I ask for inspiration today as I speak, and Lord, that you will illuminate the minds of my listeners today, that as the word comfort, Lord, let it become words of comfort. Let it, O God, touch and heal people wherever they may be. And even those who do not know you, Lord, I pray that you will bring them to the throne of grace through this podcast. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The title of this podcast is Centering on Jesus Christ for Eternal Trophy. Centering on Jesus Christ for Eternal Trophy. 
the 21st century more than at any time in human history is more congested realistically and spiritually speaking for example we have more monitoring scientific instruments orbiting in the solar system now than ever according to the union of concerned scientists which keeps a record of the operational satellites there are around 3372 active satellites out of the 6542 as of 1st january 2021 at least 446 of these satellites are used for observing the earth that include but not limited to direct and indirect human consequential activities the most interesting and important monitoring is not carried out by artificial intel but as the bible recorded in the a part of the book of second chronicles chapter 16 verse 9 this is what he says the eyes of the lord search the whole earth in order to strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to him my brothers and my sisters in jesus christ god's eyes in this anthropomorphic rendition are the most serious of all the monitoring instruments because they have eternal consequences and i believe this is why it was imperative for the apostle paul to point out in hebrews chapter 12. today we're going to look at the first four verses of the book of hebrews chapter 12. they are verses 1 to 4. The book of Hebrews, as most of you know, is one of the Bible books that is so apt and indispensable instrument to the passionate follower of Jesus Christ. Simply because it ascribed writer was an individual totally sold out to the cause of Christ. The Apostle Paul wanted to know Christ more and more, and as a result, his one desire was to please God by consciously living out the life of Christ. This particular passage, the key text today, appears to spell out in the clearest terms what is it that the Christian must do so as not to be left out of the kingdom race. And that is focusing and refocusing on Jesus Christ every day of the life of the believer. As you tag along with me today, in the next few minutes, I would like to refresh your minds of some very wonderful truths that flows out of this boundless text. The Christian life is compared to a race. So here in the text, we see him employing the metaphor of actual race common in his days which are also applicable in today's world too. So, as we examine the text together, let us keep the imagery of a race in mind so as to understand its implications and the rules of engagement that would help us win, both on this side and on the other side of eternity. In running any race, there are 
key elements that must be understood before commencing because if we are going to run and win the Christian race without distraction, we must keep centering on Jesus Christ. We do this by examining the field of play, the starting point, the course, and the finishing line. These include how we plan to finish the race strong. Brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ, just as in practical race, it is important to know and understand that the moment you accept Jesus Christ and by implication co-opted into the family of God, that you have a race to run because God has a race course and a race for every one of his children. Again, in this race, there are witnesses and spectators ready to cheer and ready to boo. What's important, however, is that you are in the race to win the eternal trophy that has been designed especially for you. However, only if you do the one important thing that is centering on Jesus Christ. To do that, the spiritual athlete must determine to run well. This is because God has an objective for each participant. Verse number 1 of the chapter 12 of the book of Hebrews. Here's what he says. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up, and let us run with endurance the race God has set before us. This verse contains a lot of information on what and on how we should run to win. First, we have got to be self-aware and of the environment and the huge crowd of witnesses that are watching us. In practical terms, these numerous spectators can include our natural family, church family, friends, neighbors, and co-workers. In my introduction, I did talk about the artificial intel such as the satellite that are trained to monitor what we do down here, and as well as God's peering eyes. So for some reason, these are great witnesses in their own rights. The difference is that one has a superficial consequence and the other eternal which is all the more serious, and it is that seriousness that we are talking about this very moment. Once we understand our environment, we must, as a matter of necessity, detox ourselves and unburden our bodies of any excess baggage or residual weights to allow for easy balancing when we run this race. This, the Hebrew writer pointed out what they are or might be. That proscribed word, sin, S-I-N, which the Bible categorically says are all unrighteousness. These, by implication, are those things that are not pleasing to God Almighty, for which you have made a favorite pastime. 
This is Numa Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche. God bless you. Keep listening. Brothers and sisters, you all know it when you participate in an unrighteous task. And not just the act that you agree to, but also those you have not agreed. Here are just a few of those sinful acts that the Apostle Paul laid out for us. And they are by no means comprehensive. Let us look at the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 6 verse 9 to 11. Here is what it says. Don't you realize that this is not the way to live? Unjust people who don't care about God will not be joining in his kingdom. Those who use and abuse each other, use and abuse sex, use and abuse the earth and everything in it, don't qualify as citizens in God's kingdom. A number of you know from experience what I'm talking about. For not so long ago, you were on that list. Since then, you have been cleaned up and given a fresh start by Jesus, our Master, our Messiah, and by our God present in us, the Spirit. Thankfully, brothers and sisters, we have the assurance here that we have been cleaned and that the righteous living is, after all, possible. But we must begin the hard work of deconstructing ourselves of those unnecessary weights of sins in our lives. Once we do this, we can determine to run the race with all of our abilities and above all with perseverance. Patience is a scarce commodity today, but here we are encouraged to have patience. The psalmists say, in Psalms 40 verse 1 to 3, and I like how the Message Bible translation puts it. He said, I waited and waited and waited for God. At last he looked. Finally he listened. He lifted me out of the ditch, pulled me from deep mud. He stood me up on a solid rock to make sure I wouldn't slip. He taught me how to sing the latest God song a praise song to our God. More and more people are seeing this. They enter the mystery abandoning themselves to God. Praise God. Hallelujah. This is heartwarming when we break free of the inevitable distractions around us, place our hopes squarely on God and wait on him. We will be able to focus on Jesus Christ for our eternal trophy. Brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ, this trophy, also known as a crown, is what Paul was referring in 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 9b. No man has ever seen, heard, or even imagined what wonderful things God has ready for those who love the Lord. The incentive to keep these focus on Jesus Christ is the fact that there is a real reward in the end for all those who will endure the suffering and the challenges of this present world. 
Friends, if you are listening to this message right now, it means you are in this all-important race and therefore must actively reconsider how you are running and how you are doing in this race. If you are not in the race yet, I say to you, my friend, welcome to the interesting race of life in Christ Jesus. The race has eternal consequence and can also turn your life on this side of eternity around. Now, the verse 2 of Hebrews chapter 12 has this to say. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiate and perfect our faith. Because of the joy awaiting him, he endured the cross, disregarding its shame. Now he is seated in the place of honor beside God's throne. This verse is telling, so telling. It gives us the reason why we must focus on Jesus Christ and not on some man-made denomination or some man of God somewhere. Jesus Christ is the one who initiates and executes the plan of salvation on the cross of Calvary and not anyone else. Hear this, friends. 1 Peter chapter 3 verse 18 says this, For Christ also suffered once for sins, the righteous for the unrighteous, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but made alive in the spirit. Once we are alive in the spirit, we can endure the shame and disgrace even in the face of all the spectators that mocks us because we know the end from the beginning with Jesus Christ in the place of honor. We have reason to finish strong, friends. Let us uh, look at verses uh, uh, 3 to 4 of the book of Hebrew chapter 12, which is the final part of our key text today. Here's what he says. Think of all the hostility he endured from sinful people. Then you won't become weary and give up. After all, you have not yet given your lives in your struggle against sin. Brothers and sisters, sometimes we struggle to find reason to do something. We read in the Bible about the trophy awaiting us. That is an incentive. But it is an incentive to be imagined, something we can only think about. However, there is another cogent but equally valid reason not to give up in the face of the struggle to stay in the kingdom race. That reason can be found in Jesus' medical report card issued on the day that Jesus Christ died on the cross. The report was so graphic, the type of report that has the caveat, viewer's discretion advised. The report state that Jesus Christ suffered excruciating pain. Some of you may have suffered pains or crises before, but never anything close to what Jesus Christ went through just for our salvation, even though he had option not to. 
He said in the book of John chapter 10 verse 18, No one can kill me without my consent. I lay down my life voluntarily, for I have the right and power to lay it down when I want to, and also the right and power to take it again, for the Father has given me this right. Dear brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ, I think this is a powerful enough incentive not to give up when you are tired and when you are not able to stay in the race, we must continue to focus on Jesus Christ because we know the result from the beginning. It is difficult, we know. It is difficult to leave the life of faithfulness to God. But my friends, we are called just to do this. And that's why I am bringing this to you today. As I conclude this message, I would like to bring to your attention again those steps that we need to take to be able to earn that eternal trophy, that eternal crown that is waiting for us. We must rid ourselves of unnecessary distractions on the race course. And if by any means you miss your step, get back on track, brother. Get back on track, my sister, because it is never God's intention for any of God's child to be lost. The last point is this. You have to get on with the race for life and make Jesus Christ the focal point of your race. With these brothers and sisters and friends, I will say God bless you because it is my desire that you find peace in your race for life because on the other side, there is a crown. There is a trophy waiting for you out there. And for all those who will make up their mind today. Thank you for listening and God bless you. Join me again as I pray. Lord Jesus, thank you for the time with my brothers and my sisters in Jesus Christ. Even those who have not known you yet, I thank you for them taking their time to listen to this podcast. And Father, I pray that the Holy Spirit will now begin to do the work of salvation in their lives. And even those who are in the race right now and are finding it difficult, Lord, I pray for them one by one, wherever they may be out there on this planet, that you will touch them too, that they will know you for themselves. And Lord Almighty, I pray God that when the trumpets sound, when the time comes, we all will find ourselves in your presence and hear the word, well done, thy good and faithful servant. Thank you, Father God, for answering these prayers. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, and the one who is coming back again. Amen.
Thank you for listening to the NUMA podcast. This has been the Reverend Michael Angeli Oguche. I pray that God will richly bless you until I come your way again.